Hello, everyone. Hope you're having a great evening. Thank you for spending part of it with us. Welcome to the Coach McVay Show presented by Microsoft Surface with the head coach of your Los Angeles Rams, Sean McVay. I'm JB Long with my friend and colleague, DeMarco Farr. All right, Sean, we know the Rams are not there yet, but yep. there seems to be a very clear indication from your side of this table that you believe they can get to where they're destined to go this season. I do, you know, because I see the work that they put in day in and day out, JB. I also, when you look at the tape and you see, hey, the margin for error is really small, but have we made some of these plays that maybe we're missing in some of these critical moments? Do we have the ability to play off of one another a little bit better than what we've done in some of those games where we've come up just a little bit short? And, you know, you feel good about that. You feel good about the ability to let's consistently play better through four quarters, not just one quarter to two quarters, but also being able to play better in the second halves, playing off of one another when somebody gets a turnover, or we get a scoring possession. And, and so there's just a lot of things to be able to learn from. Um, it's a long season. We're five games into this. I think we've learned a lot in these first five games. And um, I like the consistency at which this group approaches things. Um, and I think that there is still a lot of growth to be had. And, um, you know, I'm excited about pouring into them and uh, and continue to move forward with the resilient mindset and mentality that we want to display, um, you know, for the fans and, and for this group that you care so much about. You know, I, I, I think I've heard the word momentum my entire life and I've heard it defined and what it means in a football game. But I think yesterday was like the truest example of momentum. You seize it, you have it, and then they come right back and take it from you and you got to fight your way out of that bag again. Yeah, and I think you just mentioned it. You know, they kind of took it and they did there. You know, you see why they've had as much success as they have uh, over the last couple seasons, you know, because in a moment, you know, where we end up taking the lead, they end up making enough plays to give themselves an opportunity to say, are we going to kick a field goal? Or are we going to try to punch it in uh, as the half expires? And um, they made those plays. And then there were some opportunities in the second half where I thought Akilah Witherspoon's turnover. I thought Duke Shelley's break up on the third down in the red area to keep it to a one possession game where it's a 20 to 14 game um, late in the fourth quarter. And then there's some things where offensively that, uh, you know, I know that we're capable of executing at a higher level. Um, we've got the guys that, that have done it at a high level before. And then it's just about being able to put um, all 11 on the same page at the right time. And there's been moments where we've done it. And then there's moments where, uh, you know, we can collectively do a better job of it. But it's players and coaches uh, in this together. And I think everybody looks inward first um, to be able to figure out how can they do their role at the highest level? How can they make sure that they're looking at themselves first? first and foremost. And if we keep that approach, mm-hmm. um, then I, I just do believe that that good things are ahead. And uh, and I know there's a lot of growth to be had. Offensively, specific to the second half yeah. that you reference, are there commonalities these last, say, four weeks since you came home from Seattle where the disconnect seems to be, for whatever reason, after the halftime break? You know, I think that for whatever reason, we haven't come out of that, you know, and, and done some good things, but it's not the consistent same reasons why we're not. You know, there's that's why football is the greatest team sport. And you know this, JB, as well as I do. You know, I could point out a couple instances of some critical and key factors or plays, you know, and there's certainly some decisions. You know, you got to always look at yourself first and foremost and say, okay, um, are we getting the intent? Are we allowing our guys to be able to get into a rhythm and a flow that's reflective of what we're hunting up? And we got to be able to score you know, score points by moving the football. And so um, there were some instances where we had some chances to do that and some other times where, you know, we didn't do a good enough job of putting it together at the right moment. So a long-winded answer of saying, I don't think it's a consistent theme, but what, what you love about football is it's about continuing to figure out how do you play one snap at a time? How do you reset and refocus for the next snap, whether it was a good one or one that didn't go ideal on that previous because snap? one snap can change that whole narrative. Like totally. if you hit 2-2 two, two down the seam or if you get cool 
Cooper on one of those looks that I know you liked in the second half. We're not asking this question or having this conversation. And that's what's crazy about it. But there's also some times where, you know, things might have worked out in our favor and we were able to get off the grass on third down when it didn't play out exactly like what we wanted or we got away with something. And so, uh, but that's what football is. That's where those margins are so small. And uh, that's what you love. And that's what can also drive you crazy about I, I it. I heard Al Pacino, that movie, where we're fighting for those engines. Uh, He's right. It was Any given Sunday, you just referenced that? I did. I, I kept hearing his voice in my How head. How about the Al there? What's the grade? Are we given that? Uh, it fight. wasn't your best effort. I've seen you do five. better. Oh, I'm not doing <laughs> yeah, That stop impersonation it, was terrible. You know, tell me, what did you think of pass protection? From my eyes, this is how I judge it. Your quarterback didn't get murked. Yeah. yeah. He was playing a good game. So what did you think of pass pro? I thought there were some really good instances. I thought some of our tougher downs, I thought they did a good job. So I was I was pleased with that. There was a couple times switching off some stunts and some movements we could have executed better, but there was a lot of examples of them doing it at a high level. Um, I thought, you know, some of the times that we did get edged are when we had some chip help and we got to do a better job with overall execution and intent there. But um, I was pleased with those guys. And I think there were some instances, particularly in the second half, where, you know, the flow, um, you know, could have been more reflective of not necessarily having so much strain on those guys. But I was pleased with them, especially versus the caliber of rush that you knew you were going against with uh, with the way those guys have done an excellent job through the four weeks. And a lot of those guys, you know, had a bunch of success last year with the uh, same personnel as well. I know the 4th and 12 failed chip irked you a little bit yeah. not to like isolate one instance there but just for the purpose of coaching points like what should happen there what you want to happen there between McLean well yeah you don't want to just ricochet him up the field you want to be able to slow the up the field rush and the speed rush that you know when Reddick ended up widening out his rush you want to be able to funnel that thing um, you know inside you don't want to basically ricochet him into an up the field you know position and um, and that's unfortunately what happened right there yeah it's one of those crazy thing that was the rookie tackle that was in there right? it was yeah it was, you uh, lost havenstein how's yeah. he doing by he's the way? good he'll, yeah. he'll be okay you know they, the medicals you know they called in for him to take a break right there and then by the time you know he kind of gets cleared and checked out you know you're just saying the smart thing is is uh you know let's let uh, warren finish out the game and we all i guess we we held our breath when they brought the cutter for bobby brown is he gonna be okay yeah golly that that was scary you know yeah. where my lot ends up falling on his knee um you know fortunately or unfortunately have you look at it he is going to be out for a little bit of time probably five to seven weeks with the mcl but thank goodness it wasn't his acl as well which we initially potentially feared um he'll attack his rehab the right way and it doesn't look like it's going to represent the conclusion of his season which is a positive because that was uh you know initially what I thought was going to possibly be the case yesterday. Sean, when you uh, sort the Rams roster by weight, especially on the defensive side of the football, there's a long gap between Bobby Brown and like the next biggest interior defensive lineman. What do you do to fill that void? We'll, we'll figure though, you know, those are things that we'll immediately kind of start working on once we finish up here with you guys. Um, whether there's opportunities elsewhere, whether we feel like there's somebody in-house, those will be the things that, you know, we'll look in-house first. We'll see if we feel good about that. And if not, then uh, then we'll look elsewhere. I know Coleman came back. He had, what, a, a hand or a finger? I he did. He had his. Uh, he dislocated his finger. And then what do you think about Joe Nopum this week? A chance he plays, and where does he slide I think we'll see so. where he's at. You know, um, you know, Joe, is. he's really battled through a bunch of different little just kind of nagging injuries. He's a tough competitor. I love Joe. He's played at guard. He's played at tackle, as you guys know. So I think the first thing is let's see where his health is at. Reggie said he's making good progress with his groin. Um, whether or not that means he'll be able to play this week uh, is still to be determined. Puka straight up the sideline. Yeah. Go route. Big ball. Big boy time. That was big. Uh, never saw that coming. I mean, 
We pointed that out. That's without motion. That's without trying to get him open. That's just him versus that guy. He wins. Yeah, I thought Matthew made a great throw. Yeah. Um, you know, you're in a situation at the end where you're really saying, okay, um, you know, got man coverage right there and he did a great job of being able to win on his release. Matthew did a nice job of being able to keep the post safety in the middle of the field and got a ball up and down from 22 yards out. And I thought it was a great connection by those two. And watching Cooper Cup come back and work himself into the offense early. I mean, immediately. You yeah. can see the impact. Yeah. No, he did a good job. He had some critical catches on that first drive. Big fourth down conversion, big third down and four conversion. Um, ended up getting him activated and involved a little bit in some of our empty stuff. And so um, it was good to be able to get his feet wet. And, um, you know, it's always great to be able to add great players back. Yesterday's opponent and kind of game circumstance may not have allowed for this, but I know we're both very optimistic mm-hmm. about what Cooper Cup brings back to your running game, the way yep. that he can amplify some things, given what Puka's kind of done in the first month of the season. Do you see it playing out that way long term? Absolutely. Way those two? Yeah, I, I think the way the game unfolded, you know, it, I mean, it was just such a, it was a very strange game, you know, and you credit them for being able to kind of shorten it. I mean, where you talk about eight possessions each side, and really, you know, through six possessions, you're talking about you get yourself late into the fourth quarter and um you know just the the flow and some of the different things that they were activating and then we were in some two minute situations in, a, in our third drive so uh, the answer is yes I do feel good about both of those guys ability to contribute to the run game and and be able to have some things on the early downs that are more reflective of of what we were hunting up and kind of what the intent is and uh, yesterday went a little bit differently than than uh you know, accord, I don't want to say according to plan, mm-hmm. but the circumstances of the game, you know, uh, altered our approach and we felt like it was the best one. And, and I think it gave us a chance, you know, all the way to the bitter end against a really good team. Speaking of hunting, uh, Jalen Hurts. Good God. Uh, that's that's mm-hmm. big game hunting. I mean, what can't that guy do? People were saying like, wow, you guys don't have a, enough pass rush. I'm like, wait, that's not the first time he's done that. Yeah, that's the type type of quarterback he is. He's a full time problem for anybody's defense. No, he is. I mean, and you look at the production that Swift had and he had a couple good hits at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. But I thought we were able to be pretty successful in some of the early down stuff. And then, uh, you know, yeah, I, I want to say Jalen ended up with about 17 carries, but a lot of those were some off schedule plays. And then they did have some quarterback design runs that they haven't been active quite as much in the earlier parts of the season but um he's he's a great player they do an excellent job of putting him in those spots and then i think i saw my lot of said you know in the, in some instances he ended up you know being able to extend the plays and i don't want to say bail out is the right word but he ended up being able to win just you know by making some plays when you know we we had some things defended well and, and he was just able to break some tackles extended and, and kind of create on his own what a signing Nikella Witherspoon's been. I mean, yeah. his last three weeks seemingly getting the key play that kept you in or helped you win a game. Yeah, he's he's done a great job. I've been really pleased with him. Super coachable. He's obviously got great ability. I even like the way that he started out with their first play of the game. They throw out a bubble screen. He ends up shedding the, uh, you know, the outside blocker, ends up making a good violent tackle. And so um, he's just continuing to up his game. Aubrey does such a great job with those guys. And Nikello's, uh, you know, really shined over the last few weeks. Toe drag swag. That was that awesome. Day. That was awesome. It was a huge huge play I mean you know and that those are the types of things that I talk about and I referenced it a little bit earlier when you get that turnover when they've got a chance to go up nine points right there um, even if they just get a field goal and for him to keep it to a six point game Mm -hmm. where you know a touchdown and an extra point allows you to be able to take the lead um, those were big opportunities that that gave us a chance and and we need to consistently make more plays like that um, you know in all those phases but he's been he's been a uh, real bright spot here's what's funny about your corners I I know what DK sounds like. 
I can hear him. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard Witherspoon say a word. Really? Yeah. Super quiet guy, but goes about his business. Super, um, you know, he's he's always, he's very interested. He's got a great, um, you know, inquisitiveness about him. Mm-hmm. He's, um, you know, he's a great listener. He's really coachable. He's one of those guys that in these meeting settings, he is totally locked in. He asks unbelievable questions afterwards, which lets you know he doesn't miss a beat. But mm. uh Sometimes those people that speak the least, you know, end up taking in the most. And then when they do speak, you know, there's some real, (laughs) some real value to what they're adding. And, uh, and he strikes me as one of those guys in my interactions I've had with Mm -hmm. them. Did uh, Duke Shelley's first defensive snaps as a Ram leave you wanting more? He did a good job. You know, he's a good competitor, JB. I I really like him. I like his demeanor. I like his competitiveness and his spirit. Thought that red zone breakup that he had on the third down and eight or seven or whatever it was was a huge play. And I keep alluding to just keeping it to a one possession game. That ended up forcing a field goal right there where um, it's a 17 to 14 game at that point. And that, you know, forced him to kick the field goal to go up 20 to 14. But I I like the way that he plays this game. I like what he's done on special teams. I was pleased with Duke. Kyron Williams? I, I, more possessions, more carries for going. Yeah, I think that's you know went. it's 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 the way that the run game you know kind of unfolded, mm-hmm. and then I thought there was some meat on the bone for us to be able to take advantage of, not exclusively to Kyron, but being able to finish on um, you know some of our combinations and some of the different things, whether it even be our receivers on the perimeter, and mm-hmm. um, and that's where we'll uh, you know we'll look to improve, and then I think there's an element of some more opportunities uh, like you mentioned that I can certainly help with. I just want to call something out that I think is indicative of good discipline and good coaching uh, that I've been tracking, a lack of pre-snap penalties. Mm. I've got you for a false start on Zach Thomas at Cincinnati, who did not start that game, and one delay of game at Seattle. Yeah. That's it in terms of and, – and you've been on silent count five weeks in a row. I'll five weeks so in a row. To, so yeah, have to. crazy. Is that not – a testament to the work they put in it is you know it's a real credit to matthew's command to coleman shelton's command even when brian allen had to come in for a handful of snaps yesterday and then the other nine guys around them so i have been pleased with that that's been a real positive and you know that that's a good thing we want to keep that rolling and hopefully we won't be on our silent this week. well that's kind of i mean i think this will be the week where matthew <laughs> yeah. gets to manipulate it a little bit more yes. and maybe we hear the the turbo set ring through uh, there you go ring through so far does he get as much protection in the pocket as he deserves based on his reputation Man. in this league? I think you you asking me the question, you know, probably how I feel about he it. He was too. asking me that, so you can't answer that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I asked it out loud that. on the My air God, a couple come times. Come on, he doesn't get the risk. Come on, uh-huh. come on. You're not supposed to be able to slam quarterbacks. No. Yeah, I said that. That's yes. crazy. Okay, go ahead. Or face mask. Or face but. mask. Or or grounding. What the heck? Wasn't Cooper Cup standing right there? Oh, my bad. I'm sorry, so. Coach. Never mind. Should we get to the uh, Cardinals and let Coach get on his on his I way? I was going to bring up the punter, but I know he, how much he hates talking about that. But no, he did a good job. Did, yeah. I thought Ethan yeah. that that yeah. one that was like a great chip shot where it lands on the two and then bounces out. So yeah. Ethan and I thought Alex Ward did a nice job with some of the situations that we had him in, you know, protection wise. And those are two young guys that uh, that have continued to just get better and better. And those are positions that you certainly don't take for granted. What a uh, coincidental scheduling stretch with like the Philadelphia coaching tree going from the Colts to the Eagles to now the Cardinals in different phases, different parts of yeah, the Yeah, never roster, thought of it that way. But, um, 
Jonathan Gannon taking over in the desert gives you a new look this week as you face your division rival. Yeah, they've done a great job. You know, we're just getting into the early parts of the film and uh, just watching them from afar. Um, the way that they've got those guys playing, you know it's going to be high-level ball, good designs um, on both sides and really on teams as well. And so I'm looking forward to diving into this tape, and it's going to be a great challenge. You know, you see them have a, a big-time win against the Cowboys, and they've done an excellent job of being able to, you know, play people tight. seems like Josh Dobbs is playing at a really high level for those guys and so again like anything else looking forward to diving into the preparation when we finish this up and um, I'll have a better feel as the week progresses I was hoping we can play them on Tuesday yeah let's just get right back at it yeah I would like that too fired up let's get it <laughs> all right we'll let him study the oh, film yeah. and we'll let you watch some more Al Pacino I'm not need, doing an Al Pacino we need better <laughs> from you uh, Sean thank you for your time thanks, on this guys. Monday night good to be all with right. you DeMarco thanks as always for joining us for the Coach McFay show presented by Microsoft Surface